Hey, yo, what's good, y'all? Did you know that HIV treatment has changed over the years? Most HIV pills contain three or more medicines. Today, HIV pills with just two medicines may help you stay undetectable. That's nice, right? HIV pills are taken daily, so consider whether a pill with fewer medicines might be right for you. So how many medicines are in your HIV pill? If you don't know, it's no worries, because your doctor does. Talk to your doctor about a two-in-one HIV pill today. Visit www.fewerhivmeds.com to learn more. Brought to you by Vive Healthcare. You may have heard that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? Regardless of blood type, every day our blood saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell. Donate blood at Red Cross to help us save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Making money costs money. You ain't never lie. And I think people see where we are today, Mm -hmm. but nobody has any idea how hard we had to work to get to this point. Other than our guest today, he knows. He had some insight, y'all. That ass. That ass. Hey, I'm Kadeen. And I'm DeVal. And we're the Ellises. You may know us from posting funny videos with our boys. And reading each other publicly as a form of therapy. Wait, I make you need therapy? Most days. Wow. <laughs> oh, and one more important thing to mention. We're married. Yes, sir, we mm-hmm. are. We created this podcast to open dialogue about some of life's most taboo topics. Things most folks don't want to talk about. Through the lens of a millennial married couple. Deadass is a term that we say every day. So when we say deadass, we're actually saying facts. 100. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. <laughs> we about to take Pillow Talk to a whole new level. Deadass starts right now. This story time is going to take you back to, I'm going to say 2011. Okay. 2011 to 2014. Mm-hmm. This is when Jackson was born those first three years. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give as visual as I can. Okay what we were going through when we were at our worst. Because mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever got this graphic about how, how bad it was at times. Okay. 2011, we had Jackson. We had got health insurance because Kadeem was working at Mac. I was not making any money. Like at this point, the money I had in the NFL was now an investment. Mm-hmm. Um, I, wor- I was working at Paris. No, I was working at Poly Prep. Mm-hmm. As a football coach and Parisi Speed School. Ah, and I was also days. doing color commentary. Yes. So I was making roughly, I would say, 70K. At the time, we had the apartment, we had two mortgages, and we had three car notes. Ooh. We had the car note for the F-150. Mm-hmm. We had the car note for Aunt Debbie. Mm-hmm. Then we had the car note for the Audi. Mm-hmm. I was spending roughly $1,800 a month. Traveling back and forth to Staten Island, working at Parisi Speed School. And I was only making $1,200 a month. Mm. So I was in the red when it came to that job. But I was supplementing that with working at uh, MSG Varsity, also doing some commercials and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But we were struggling so much with money that 
I had to make it a fun thing to only eat daddy breakfast mm-hmm. throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So I was watching Jackson at I was watching Jackson today because Jackson, I mean, because Kay was working at uh, Mac, mm-hmm. and I was like, Jackson, what are we gonna have for breakfast? And he was young. He was like two, two mm-hmm. turning on three. And he was like, daddy breakfast. And daddy breakfast was grits, eggs, and bacon. Mm-hmm. But part of the reason why we were eating so much grits, eggs, and bacon was because grits was extremely cheap. Mm-hmm. And it was something that I could add sugar to to make it sweet. If I wanted to make it savory, I wouldn't put no sugar in there. And it was just something for us to get by. And I chose to just eat that because I didn't want to eat out. Mm-hmm. Kadeem was working at the mall, so she would get Johnny Rockets here and there. And I was just kind of like, you know what? I'm not going to get on her about eating out because she's at the wall at the mall and I'm at home. So all I did was eat grits and eggs. And mm-hmm. there were times where we didn't even have bacon. Mm-hmm. And it would just be grits and eggs, grits and eggs. And Kay would come home and she would make dinner. We didn't eat out Mm-mm. for three years. Listen to me, people. <laughs> when I'm telling you I'm not exaggerating. Yep. Kadeen and I didn't even go to TGI Fridays for three years. And that used to be our thing back in college. That was our thing. <laughs> We didn't go on vacations. There were no designer bags. There were no clothes. People be making jokes on me now because I wear like the same shirt four days in a row. Mm-hmm. But that's from a scarcity mindset because I didn't buy any clothes. I would yeah. wear gym attire everywhere because I was always in the gym. Right. And I'm giving you guys that story because you see us now and we're enjoying life now. But it is 2023. Mm-hmm. For seven years of our life, there was an extreme sacrifice to get us to here. So when people ask me what it takes to get to a level of comfort and financial security, it takes sacrifice. All right, karaoke time. <laughs> we all want to be rich. Don't we want to be rich? Yes. I think most people, I've, I've got the question before, like, would you want to be famous or rich? If I really had it my way, I'd just be rich and nobody would know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> and I would just tell 21, can, can you, you do, do something, something for me? me? Can you hit a little rich flex for me? Listen. That's your song for karaoke? That's my song for karaoke, and that's just it. We want to hit a rich flex. And we're going to hopefully tell y'all how to be able to flex. Yes. If you follow a couple tips that our guests have for you, if you are a nine-to-five worker just trying to build your estate, to save, to pivot, to see what that next move is going to be, what are some of the basics that you need? And when we say nine to five, that's not a knock. Mm-mm. Because Kadeen and I both were working. Well, she was working retail mm-hmm. and I was working in the gym. And we had set yeah, hours we, we had, had to work to and use that yep. income to build future revenue. That's so, a fact. And now tuned. we work 25-8. <laughs> and that shit ain't fun all the time neither. No, it's not. <laughs> all right. Stick around, y'all. We'll take a quick break and come back with our guests for today. Hey, yo, what's good, y'all? Let me ask you a question. Can you remember how many medicines are in an HIV pill? Well, check this out. If you said two, three, or maybe even four, you're absolutely right. Most HIV pills contain three or four medicines, but you also may be able to stay undetectable with just two medicines in one single pill. Yep, there's an HIV pill containing just two medicines that may help you stay undetectable. Why might all this matter for someone on HIV treatment? Well, HIV pills are taken daily, so consider whether a pill with fewer medicines might be right for you. How many medicines are in your HIV pill? If you don't know, don't trip, because your doctor knows. Talk to your doctor about a 2-in-1 HIV pill today. Visit www.fewerhivmeds.com to learn more. Brought to you by Vive Healthcare. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? I don't know. Go for a run, take a nap, read a book, maybe show up for a friend. A lot of people spend their lives wishing they had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and to make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of that. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Deadass today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Deadass. There's power in every purchase because every time we buy a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. And y'all know I love my lip bar products. That's just one to name a few. There is a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. That's right, y'all. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. That's right. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. You may be aware that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies and life-saving measures. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? You, along with the American Red Cross, regardless of your blood type, can help by donating blood. Every day, our blood saves lives and eases the pain for those living with sickle cell. When you donate blood, there is a direct positive impact within our community. Right now, there is great need for blood donations in the African-American community. Every donation counts and makes a difference in someone's life. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. All right, so today we're talking building your estate, what that looks like for, you know, people who are just trying to save with a regular nine to five job. Yes. Um, and when we say regular nine to five, we don't want to diminish the value in a nine to five job, but just say, hey, you know, you're clocking in, clocking out, um, whatever your profession is, you still yeah. want to find a way to um, build your estate and find ways to save effectively and still live your best life. So we brought a special guest in today, someone who has helped us over the course of what the last 20 something years it's, it's been about 20 years about 20 years um and us trying to figure out how we can stay afloat amidst so many ebbs and flows in life uh from a pr financial perspective so right. do you want to take that away and do this intro for our special guest well shoot i don't even know how to introduce this young man uh i've known him <laughs> since i that. was <laughs> i've known yeah. him since i was born Mm -hmm. I don't I don't remember a point in my life where Sean wasn't here. Mm -hmm. um, he was a member of the Junior Layman, which was a, a young men's group that my father had a mentorship group, had at Salem Missionary Baptist Church in the late 80s, early 90s, all the way through my high school graduation, which was in 2002. And he is like an older, not I'm not going to say like, he is my older brother. I remember, it's a quick story. Mm -hmm. I remember when... Brian and I wanted to go see Allen Iverson play. Mm -hmm. And Sean had a car and he took us to see Allen Iverson play. Now, this car was old as shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it also speaks. Barry. It also speaks to who he is and what 
he was teaching us. At the time, I think he had just graduated from from college and he was working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, there were there were two guys in the group that I really really looked up to. And I'm not going to shame anybody, but one guy in the group at the time he was driving a brand new Infinity. And Sean had graduated college and was working on Wall Street. And he drove like, was it a Honda Accord, Sean? Nissan, Nissan Sentra. Red Nissan 87 it a, Sentra. It was a red Nissan Sentra. One, one side view mirror. One. One, <laughs> one, one side view okay. mirror. He, he drove us okay, all the way to Philly. To see what was coming on the right side, you have to... Oh. It was a full, a a full, full look over the right shoulder. A full body turn. So, so oh full Sean, turn. Sean says to me and Brian, was just like, yo, because, you know, we call shotgun. You want to ride in the front. Sean says, yo, whoever's riding in the front on the passenger side, don't roll down the window because they don't roll back up. <laughs> so I rode to Philly in the front seat and I ain't touched the window because Sean told me what to do. Uh-huh. Soon as Brian got in the front seat, he rolled the, the window, window down no. and all I heard Sean yeah. was go, no, no, not the window. Uh, that's so Brian yeah. though to yeah. like completely disregard it and just but, roll um, it down. The funny thing is he he picked us up. It was me, my cousin Devon and Brian. He took us to go see Allen Iverson who was my favorite player at the time. Did you have the and braids? We, um, I did have the braids at the mm. time and we rode in this old Nissan Sentra but um, Looking back on it now, we used to clown Sean for having this old car while working on Wall Street. Uh-huh. And, you know, we used to glorify the guys who were Sean's age who had new cars. Mm. But now I look at life and I see where Sean is with his wife and his kids and his house. And he's a financial advisor. And it all made sense why during the time he was focused on what was important mm-hmm. and not what was flashy. And I, I just want to give that story to introduce Sean as to why Sean is my estate manager because that always stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to give Sean's title because Sean gives all the titles. I'm going to let Sean give his titles. Um, but this is my brother. Um, he's Dakota's been a mentor. Godfather. Dakota's godfather. Yes. Uh, a confidant. Yeah. He's been so many things. That's why just saying a CPA would not even give him credit to who he really is. Yes. But this is my brother. Um, and Sean, for me at least, has the most soothing voice. So like everything could be crashing around us financially. <laughs> and it has at times. And it has over the <laughs> yeah, course of the yeah. years been crumbling around us. And there's something about Sean's voice. Even my mom said it. She's like, oh my goodness. Like he just makes me feel like everything's going to be okay. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I love that for me. But that's the key. <laughs> but that's the key though. The key is Sean, like everything is going to be okay as long as you have a plan. So without yeah. further ado, yes. my brother, my yeah. mentor, my big bro, man, Sean Freeman. Hey, what's up, I Sean? I appreciate you, D. I appreciate you, Kay. I mean, um, you know, for me personally, first, just titles and all of that stuff. I'm a certified financial planner. Um, and for me, you know, just kind of coming up, period, I've always kind of wanted more. I've always kind of been looking at the, you know, a step ahead. What can I do? to kind of continue to move from our situation that we knew about growing up. You kind of know, you know, our neighborhood, you know, where we're from. Kay, you know, where we're from, you know, our neighborhood. And you kind of watch all these things that are going on in the world around you. And you, me as an individual always wanted more. Mm -hmm. I always wanted, um, I looked at what, you know, as a son of an immigrant, my mom coming to this country and doing all that she did with what, knowing nothing. And me being in this country, being in New York and seeing all of the wealth around us, our little neighborhood Mm -hmm. and wanting that and not Mm -hmm. having, you know, I couldn't talk to my mom about it. She didn't have the understanding of what was going on in the world. And I didn't either. Mm -hmm. So I go to college, 
and you start taking classes, you start take, you know, you, you take finance classes and you understand, you get a better understanding of how numbers work and how finance actually works, compounding, compound interest. Mm-hmm. So, you know, at that point is when I kind of decided that this is what I wanted to do in the world. I wanted to be a financial advisor. I wanted to be a financial planner because I saw the opportunity from a, from a, um, a wealth standpoint to move me from what I knew to where I envisioned I wanted to be. And so that's been my problem. I'm always looking a step ahead. I, I look, I need, uh, you know, my Nicole tells me just live in the moment and I'm doing better. I'm doing, mm-hmm. I'm working on myself to live in the moment, mm-hmm. but it's always been hard for me to live in the moment. I always look a step ahead. So that car, you know, I'm looking a step ahead. I'm always right. looking a step ahead. The car, instead of the car, you know, we put that money, we bought a condo at 20, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, where everyone does these things, you know, I'm not, right. I'm not special right. in any way, you know, but I, I decided that I wanted the money to go into real estate at that time. So, you know, it's been a long career, successful career. I'm a, you know, as you know, a partner at a, um, at a within a, at a wealth management group within Morgan Stanley. Um, you guys, I've been working with you guys since the beginning. Mm-hmm. And the thing about your situation is that as is typical of any financial individual financial situation it's personal right you had to go through what you guys went through in the very beginning as you're building this thing this empire this you know what you've created for yourselves you've had to you had to go through life and kind of understand what it's going right. to you know how it's going to look what it's going to be and the challenges that are going to come about because you're pursuing moving yourselves forward. So you had high income, you moved, you had family um, issues that kind of inserted themselves that Mm -hmm. you have to address. And that's Mm -hmm. typical. Mm -hmm. Like we all kind of have these different things that are going to affect our decision making process. But for me, it's also, it's also about kind of taking a step back and assessing your own personal situation and making decisions within this environment that we're in every day, this economic environment. So, so, so you know, as far real, as mm-hmm. real quick, I just want to, I want to ask you because mm-hmm. you are mm-hmm. speaking directly to our listeners mm-hmm. and a lot of the things yeah. we always hear from, <clears throat> from the listeners is how do, mm-hmm. how do I take my family to where you and Kadeen took your family because they've been following us from the very beginning and they remember us in the apartment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and you remember those times I took a page out of your book. I had an Audi A6. I got rid of yeah, the Audi A6. Mm-hmm. Um, we downsized it. in cars. We, yeah. you know, we partnered with other people to, to split rent. And mm-hmm. I try to tell mm-hmm. people there are a lot of sacrifices that go into yeah. wealth, wealth management and wealth building. But then they say, mm-hmm. once you make the sacrifices and you have the capital, what do you do? You know, they always say, well, what do you invest in? They always ask me, Deval, what do you invest in? You wear Nike. Do you invest in Nike? And I try to explain mm-hmm. to them, it's not always about just finding an investment to invest in. It's about having multiple streams of income, number one, but finding ways to, to develop uh, compound interest, like you always tell me, with the revenue. Yeah. So can you speak a little mm-hmm. bit about how you've helped us build our financial plan you know i know it's going to be different for us than it is for other people because everyone isn't going to do seven jobs like we were doing (laughs) but if you had to speak to a group of people who all work nine to fives and looking for a way to help build their wealth what would you say would be the first Mm -hmm. key steps so i'm very i'm very careful about giving broad-based um guidance right because it is specific Mm -hmm. 
So if mm-hmm. I'm thinking about a general nine to five person, right, living in this in, in this economy, you have bills, you have your mortgage, I'm assuming, your your rent. But if you have a nine to five job, obviously you have something, you have a 401k. So you should put money into that 401k. Um, you could look to start a business with some of that additional income. All of both of those things build wealth. And I think people sometimes kind of forget that the 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 basics of just saving money and setting mm-hmm. money aside is wealth building. Mm-hmm. You know, you are, you know, if you consistently put money into a 401k for a younger person in their 30s and they do it till they're 60, and you and you take advantage of the maximum contribution levels that are available to you in this country, you will have over a million dollars in assets in one mm. account. Mm. That's, mm. you know, and I think people forget about everyone is looking for this magic pill on right. building wealth. What wealth is the increase of assets over time. And if you're working a nine to five, you have at your disposal a retirement account that you can put money into, save, get compound interest. And if you do that consistently, you will have over a million dollars. A million dollars is, 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 a, is, a, is a real number. That's a real right. part of your, your net worth. Mm-hmm. And in addition to that, owning a home instead of paying rent. And again, this is general. We're, we're talking right. about broad, right. broad strokes. But if you own a home, you're paying down the debt, you're building equity. Whatever you purchase that home for, nine times out of 10 is going to appreciate in value. And as you're paying down the debt, you're increasing your wealth. So now you have a retirement asset, you have a a piece of real estate. So at at a baseline, someone with a nine to five job that's working can do those things. Mm -hmm. And that's a wealth building. That's wealth building. And when we talk about... um, wealth building, I don't always only look at it from an individual standpoint. You also got to look at what the impact is to your family generationally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, today's economy is going to look a lot different than the economy 30 years, for, you know, 20 years ago from now for your kids, right. um, as an example. You know, what we're doing today on an individual basis for your family is going to allow you to give your children opportunities that you didn't have to um, instead of them renting, instead of them um, um, potentially paying for school, they're going to not have that sort of financial obligation. So you're passing the wealth that you have created for Mm -hmm. yourselves to them to make their path a lot easier. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing. So those are two basic things that can happen. Just um, paying attention to what's being offered to you through the workforce through mm-hmm. real estate and just mm-hmm. owning and starting there. And if you have additional capital after that, that's where we start talking about additional, you know, you're taking risks. So you guys have done all of this. We, you yeah. know, you have your 401ks, you have your home, um, you have, you've done these things, these basic things right. that I'm saying everybody should do. But now you're also taking advantage of smart planning as far as debt and management and free cash flow and you're building out a business for yourself. That's so, a risk though. You're paying, you're putting right. a lot of capital into the things that you're right. doing and, right. and you're in, and it's paying off, but it, it also could have gone the other way. Right. But it did, it's sure. paying. And actually in the beginning it did, you had your bumps. Yeah. Right? There was ebbs you, and flows. You, there oh, were ebbs sure. and flows. Ebbs and flows. 
they're definitely exactly the true the true uh um in the terms of more money more problems it's like the more you started to make it's like shoot there were more (laughs) things that were coming up and the more money coming in there was still more money going out you know and sean we tell the story all the time about um deval retiring from the league and then the recession hitting and him taking the money that he had in the league and trying to do all of the right things with it and we say all of the right things meaning investing in property and then eventually he um um, put some money in some stock market, you know, investments and stuff like that. And then ended yeah. up losing that when the market crashed back in 2000. What was that? 2008. Seven, eight? No, 2008. 2008. Yeah. Um, so what advice do you have for people who think about having that extra money and then wanting to play a little bit, right? They want to invest in yeah. certain things. What are some, I don't want to say sure, um, routes for investment, but some that are going to be more advantageous yeah. for people looking to gain. So that's a question about risk, Kadeen, right? Mm-hmm. So you have a little extra, you've done the basics, you have your home or some, you know, you're building equity in something, you're mm-hmm. saving money in a 401k. Now you do have extra money for yourself. Now it's risk. Mm-hmm. In today's environment, and I said, you know, economies change, but in today's environment, you can get guaranteed returns on assets that are less risky than they were a year ago. So you can buy, I've had a lot of questions about these I-bonds. I-bonds at different times are paying you over 6.5% today. I think it, last time I checked, it was like 6875 mm-hmm. That's a guaranteed rate of return by the government, right? So you're talking about risk. If um, two years ago, that same risk-free investment was not paying you that. Mm -hmm. So with extra money, you start, you you look at how you can put that money to work um, and you you rate that decision based on the risk you're taking. Today, someone with free cash flow can get good returns, four, five, six percent returns without taking a lot of principal risk. Mm-hmm. Principal risk is you putting your money into something, right. your boy asks you to go invest in uh, whatever it is, and you put that money in, you could get that money back with return or you could not. Right. Today, because of where we are in the economy with interest rates, you're getting guaranteed returns that you weren't seeing before. So mm-hmm. you look at that and you make your decisions. So number one, you take whatever little free cash flow that you have and you say, you know what, I'm going to set aside um, X amount of dollars and get guaranteed 6% rates of return on this portion of the money. I know that that's going to be there no matter what building equity. Once that's done, you see, you, you gauge how much additional money you have. And now maybe you want to take some risk by investing in stocks. Stocks have corrected significantly over the last year. So you're down 20% in some cases, mm-hmm. double digits on average in a lot of cases. Put money into some some stocks that are are that you know companies that you know that have depreciated in value and you plan on holding those for the long run. That's another level of risk. So you have bonds that are low risk. You have stocks that are going to give you more return potentially over time, but carry additional risk. And then you kind of continue to go up the ladder. Maybe you want to start a business again risk that's more risk than stocks and that and and cash but now you're kind of figuring out what it is you have left for yourself to do all of these things and that's where an individual has to kind of assess their own situation and say you know what i make out of the hundred percent overall money that i make i'm setting aside 50 percent in my retirement i'm putting money into my home i have 50 percent left over 
you know, I'm going to, I want to make sure that I have about a year's worth of expenses set aside. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put that into bonds. Mm -hmm. And then the difference is you talk as a family, as a group, as a community and say, what am I going to put the rest of the money in to kind of get these returns that can push my wealth building um, uh, goal forward even faster? You know what? The thing I love about you, Sean, was years ago when I was in the NFL, I was always yeah. looking for, you You know me, I'm always looking for ways to make money. I'm like, oh, how can I do this? How yeah. can I make money? And all you mm-hmm. kept saying to me was time. Yeah. All you kept saying to me was, devout. Mm. this takes time. Like this is a, a life investment. This mm. isn't an investment where you put something in for two years and you expect a huge return. And I'll, I'll give right. the listeners who are listening some insight. When I first made it to the NFL, my salary was 275K. And when you hear that, I was, I mean, this is coming from a kid from Brooklyn. I was like, oh, I'm rich. And Sean was like, you're not rich. Like you make, <laughs> you're making good money, but yeah. you're, you're not making uh, Terrell Owens money. You know, you're not making Tom mm-hmm. Brady money. You're not making millions of dollars a year. And I had the only income at the house. So this is a two person income and I'm making 275. That's like two people making a buck 30 a piece. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Right. When I was making that money, Sean was like, you want to buy some property, you want to make some investments, but you also need to start thinking about what businesses you want to start. But it doesn't need something, that's not something that those businesses are going to turn around uh, value in the next five years immediately. You're trying to build something long term. Mm -hmm. And I kid you guys Mm -hmm. not, I bought two property. Um, My brother and I started some property and it took Kadeen and I 10 years to build to a point where we felt comfortable saying we can make a move or pivot in a different direction. And the mm-hmm. reason why I want to tell that story is because that was a 10-year investment. Yes. And that was with an NFL salary. Mm-hmm. So if you have yeah. people here who are working nine to fives, who are making six figures and you have two salaries, it's going to take time, but you can wealth build, but don't expect the wealth building process to be a year. Mm-hmm. Don't expect yeah. it to right. be, I invested in this in six months and now I'm filthy rich. Mm-hmm. It takes time. Mm-hmm. And as long as you have invested in the time it will take, to see returns on your investment, you, you'll you be doing well and doing yourself a service. So I just want our, our listeners to yeah. know that everything that Sean is saying, we've already put in place. Yeah. When I was in the NFL, yeah. I put my money in my 401k. I bought property. We invested in stocks. We invested in bonds. And throughout the course of the 10 years, when we went to make the pivot and move to LA, mm-hmm. I ended up selling those properties and using that money mm-hmm as a way for us to move, but that was a wealth building move. Right. You know, we was in the apartment for nine years and as we got equity in those properties, we were able to take out the capital and build. So I really want to put that on people's hearts to let them know that this takes time. Mm -hmm. You can't rush this process. Absolutely. I was just going to say, you're absolutely right. And it's also work. Like Mm -hmm. it's not easy. It's not Mm -hmm. the basic things that we're talking about with the 401k. It's not easy to give up. Twenty to thirty thousand dollars out of someone's income every Talk year. Talk about it. Sure. Talk about it. Right. That's a it's chunk. Not, it's not easy to set. It's not easy to commit to owning a home and paying a thirty-year mortgage on time every single month. Mm-hmm. It's not easy building a, you know, a business out. Like, you know, people look at their everyone else's situation and kind of make judgments about that's what success looks like. That's mm-hmm. what wealth looks like. But I, you know. Working with wealthy people, when they're wealthy, when they're relatively wealthy to others, it doesn't feel, it doesn't seem, it's hard. It's Mm -hmm. hard maintaining the things that you're committed to. It's hard Mm -hmm. to build it. Mm -hmm. You know, you you look at all of the work specific to you guys that it took to kind of move 
forward. And I'm yes. not saying the journey is not over. It's just, you're just moving forward. And That's you can it. speak yeah. to how hard daily it is to maintain where your, your move, mm-hmm. the wealth yeah. building, you know, and that's what people, when I talk about, you know, when people talk about retirement, retirement is just not working anymore. And work is a real thing. Work is how you are building these, these, this work is what's going to build the wealth that you envision for yourself. But while mm-hmm. you're in the middle of it, I can't say, unless you were given something, if you were given millions of dollars by your family, maybe it's easier, Mm -hmm. but we're talking about people that get up every day and make hard and tough decisions and commit to those decisions and navigate those decisions every day until they can Mm -hmm. take a break. Mm -hmm. So, you You know, that's, that's uh, why Sean, not to cut you off, not to cut you off. That's why Mm -hmm. I told the story Mm -hmm. about you driving that car, Mm -hmm. because that was a credit to the sacrifice you were making in your twenties to say, you know what? I'm not going to go right. get me an expensive car just because I work on Wall Street. I'm going to get a condo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah. to me, that's what people yeah. don't want to hear. Every time someone asks me, Deval, how did you do it? Yeah. They expect mm-hmm. me to give them like a three-step method to make a million dollars in six months. And yeah. then when you tell yeah. them, well, I had an Audi and I, I, I didn't drive an Audi for four years. Mm-hmm. Me and Kate shared right. a car. I took right. the train. We didn't go on vacation for four mm-hmm. years. I didn't buy any clothes. We, we didn't, didn't eat out. Yeah. We didn't shop. Then they'd be like, oh, that's not really a plan. It's like, no, that's exactly that the, plan. the plan. The plan that's is exactly to sacrifice, plan. you know? Yes, yes. And it's yeah. just like living yeah. in the society we live in, everything is about instant gratification. You know, this generation thinks yeah. that things are just super, super easy. And then they're also contending with right. this aspirational lifestyle that so many people are trying to live up to. Yes. You know, we did an episode, yeah. which we already told um, the listeners that we were going to be speaking with you on an episode about wedding culture and um, how it's literally <laughs> trash now because the average cost for a wedding yeah. in the United States right now is 30 grand, where people are aspiring to have these $100,000 weddings just to keep up with yeah. the viral moments on Instagram. And we spoke about, well, you know, taking the, that money and making it more of an investment move versus a one day thing. I mean, and it's happening across the economy, Kay. It's weddings. It's the cost of education. It's the cost of homes. All of these decisions, like everything that we are committing to costs um, money and it's, a, and it's a sacrifice. And people cannot appreciate your how hard it is to be in one situation looking at you guys the world may think it's easy Mm -hmm. i damn i know it's not easy i know it's not easy i know how heavy that load is Mm -hmm. i don't know whoever may be looking at me on the outside may think it's easy oh how you know what it, it 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 is so specific to the individual um and there is no quick and easy fix we want to make it easier for our children though Mm -hmm. yes that's for sure we want to give them a little bit of um, a leg up, just like my mom did. My mom moved, my mom literally left Jamaica as a single black woman in her twenties to come here. Everything I'm doing is easy. Mm-hmm. This is not. Mm-hmm. This is that's that was hard. That's yep. perspective. That's, that's, that's perspective, right? Yep. There. Our moms so, have similar stories. Sean, Sean from Sean's family yeah. from Jamaica. My mom. My mom came up here at 17 by herself. Looking mm-hmm. to become a nurse, right. started working at Burger King. You know, and worked her way up. So we share mm-hmm. some of the stories. Sean. Yeah. And your family, D, came from this, I guess, you know. Yeah, my family came from the South. Black people don't have it easy, man. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah. But I think the biggest thing that I want to implore with people is stop looking for quick fixes, right? Mm -hmm. Instagram Mm -hmm. and social media is not a real place. 
right? Yeah. It takes time. It takes discipline. It takes strategy. Mm-hmm. You know, and if and, and if there were three things that someone is, what does it take to build wealth? I would say time, discipline, and strategy. Mm-hmm. If you have you those go. things and if you remain consistent over the course of time, you can build wealth. But most of the wealth you see, the most of the wealth you gain, you won't even be able to see. Your children will see it. That's and that to me is the biggest thing. Yeah. yeah, you're you are you're not the goal should never be to spend the money that we make. We're living, we're we're up every single day, we're working hard, we are maintaining, we're making good decisions, we're trying to grow this wealth. But at the end of the day, we're not trying to leave this earth with zero and have these kids, the, the things that are really important to families starting from zero. Right. Right. Yeah. So we're not spending or we're not gonna have the luxury of all of this wealth building that we're talking about to use for ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's just not how it works. Anything I do from for clients, all of the projections that I run, it's to maintain what they built for themselves. So for you guys, it's going to be to maintain when you're, when you finally decide that somehow you're going to slow down, both of you, mm-hmm. we're going to want to have the assets that you that worked hard to set aside working for you. So you can take a step back. Yeah. But the kids, the boys, they're going to get that money and they're going to figure out how to grow it for their kids. Mm -hmm. It's not, um, I'll go back, I'll just say it's not easy. Those three things that you mentioned, time, discipline, um, I think you said strategy, was that the third? Yeah, strategy, you have to have a strategy. Yeah, Yeah, you have to have a strategy and kind of be willing to work at that strategy. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know how many people out there and kind of, you know, visualizing what you guys have and do um but it it takes work and it takes the time to kind of execute on it so that it becomes something that's real something that's helping you to build wealth there's no easy there's no quick fix there's no easy answer it's an individual decision but going back to kind of the original questions there's some basic things that you can do Mm -hmm. and that's and and those things those basic things are not easy either like i said you're giving up money that you're working for to, to achieve retire, you know, 401k or, or owning a home. And then anything you do after that, it's even harder. For sure. So how, so how about uh, those are the three things we're going to give them is mm-hmm. it takes time, mm-hmm. discipline, strategy, but mm-hmm. ultimately if you want to start now, if you work a traditional nine to five, look into a 401k, mm-hmm. look into purchasing a home. Mm-hmm. And if that means you have to save X amount of dollars per month for two years, this is what me and Kay have, we worked on another uh, another podcast talking about saving for the wedding. Mm-hmm. Kadeen and I was like, if you if each couple saves $1,000, well, each person in the couple saves $1,000 a month, that'll give you mm-hmm. $2,000 a month, that'll give you $24,000 yeah. for the year. Mm-hmm. If you do like Kadeen and I did, and you say, you know what, we're going to do four years of just straight sacrifice. That's $96,000 you can save over the course of four years. That is a down payment. If you're putting down 20% on a home, that is a down payment on $90,000. At least a half a million dollar home. Mm. I think that's a nice start for a family who's looking to buy a home in America. Mm -hmm. A half a million dollars for a home and you, you could put down 90K. 
That as long to me as sounds like a great start. Like a New York or LA trying to find property, but you know. Oh yeah, sure. yeah. If you're in New York <laughs> yeah. or LA, it's extremely different. Like, right. But also, where you live is also a decision sure. you have to make. But but another good thing you said to Val is also working together because Sean, we get a lot of couples who write in just for our listener letters and you know such, and they are asking advice because one person in the couple tends to be a little bit more financially savvy or may have more business acumen than the other, right. or one tends to be more of a spender than the other and right. doesn't understand the sacrifice involved. And we've been there too um sean you know that for sure uh where deval and i have had our moments where you know if he's had to school me on certain things or sean's had to call me and say okay you know what's the budget what's the plan mm. so um being on the same page i think is also very important if you're trying to legacy and wealth build with somebody yeah in a relationship for sure i think we might have lost sean did there. we lose him yeah we were on our way to closing out anyway but i think we might have lost sean yeah we uh -oh. lost sean there um his internet, we might we might be able to get him back. One I think of these he's days. sacrificing on internet as well. That's <laughs> part of his wealth building plan. Technology's <laughs> trying to sabotage us, giving all the secrets, <laughs> the tips, the tricks to be uh, wealthy. Black people, be aware. Be but aware. no, but that's that's <laughs> actually a, a key. When people ask me how I was mm -hmm. able to do certain things, mm -hmm. I bought property early, yeah. and it was time for us to make some moves. I cashed in on those properties to yes. be able to pivot. Because at the time, I remember too, Sean saying like certain investments that you wanted to make, for example, buying your grandparents' house yeah. was not necessarily the best financially sound investment no. because it didn't really do much for you. But I mean, mm -hmm. I think you had a write-off in it. Yeah, I, had, I used it as a, a couple write-offs. Yeah. Uh, I used the depreciation to, to write off my taxes and stuff yeah. like that. But yeah. also the property over time, because I held on to the property mm -hmm. for I think 12, 13 years, mm -hmm. uh, built a small amount of equity. Mm -hmm. So when I sold it, I was able to get about $30,000. Right. And also build credit too. Think helped about me, that. It helped me build my credit. Yeah, it helped you build credit and, as um, well. And the, the Michigan property, and this is also to tell y'all the truth, part of the reason why when we had the topic about the house of the wedding, Kadeen picked the wedding is mm -hmm. because we already owned two properties. Yeah. So we were thinking about buying our dream house, but we still already owned two properties. So we were still... Uh, very fiscally responsible with that decision, even though hindsight, yeah. it wasn't the best decision. But For sure. when we were ready to move to L.A., mm -hmm. I sold the Michigan property and now had access to 70K. So you figure the 30K and the 70K, they gave us $100,000, which gave us a nest egg to pivot mm -hmm. and start rebuilding our life in L.A., right. which... And taking the risks, yeah, as taking Sean the risks. said. Yeah. Um, for sure. So thank you, Sean. I'm not sure if we're going to be able to get him back. Um, always have. Okay. What's going Sorry, on? Sorry, guys, my recording dropped. No oh, worries. don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So actually, no, we okay. were actually um gonna get ready to close out anyway. I don't uh -huh. know if you hear your godson in the background screaming <laughs> like a lunatic. <laughs> but um Yeah. Yeah, we were getting yeah. ready to close out and thank you. Uh yeah, oh during that sure. time where you were gone, we were just talking about how purchasing the homes early on in our career mm -hmm. actually helped mm -hmm. us when we were getting ready to move. But at the time we were like we didn't see the purpose of the investment. You know, you and you and I know we did it to help my family. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah. over time, over those 12 or 13 years, I was able to use it as some write-offs and get some equity so that when we were ready to pivot mm -hmm. in LA, it was like, wow, this is actually an okay long-term investment. Right. That's why it's always yeah. okay to buy property and get involved. Yeah, in being aware of what's long-term and short-term. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, absolutely. Sean, I'm sure we could talk with yes, you about yes. so many different things when it comes to finance, uh, wealth building and yep. all that good stuff. But just a little bit of insight that I think would be so helpful. Um, to our listeners so thank you for joining us today i know you're a busy busy Absolutely. man 
over there um, yep. helping people juggling all this money. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we appreciate yeah. you so much. We love you. We thank you for um, everything that love you do yeah, for we us. Yeah, we love you, bro. We love and you, And continue to do for the culture, educating too. us. Um, because, you know, as a culture and as a community, these are the things that we don't necessarily always share with each other. So having platforms right. and forums like this are so important. And let me jump in real quick. When I was 15, Sean had a... Um, he he started doing this wealth building stuff with us when I was 15. I remember mm. you came to Uncle Charles' house. It was me, Jonathan, yeah. Devon, and it was about seven Boy Scouts. And it's funny uh, when someone takes initiative mm -hmm. into helping the youth or helping people in the community. You don't know if you're affecting everybody or one person. Mm -hmm. But I know at that meeting, I was the one person that was, was listening. And now look. And it, yeah. and it started from that. I was like, wow, wealth building. And I was 15. Mm -hmm. And I remember, you know, some of the kids mm -hmm. just like, oh, my gosh, what is this? I don't want to do I don't want to listen. And he came with pamphlets. He had <laughs> folders. Mm -hmm. And I remember looking at yeah. this stuff and thinking like, dang, I can have more. Oh, so wow. ultimately, that's what we want our listeners to understand, that you can have more, but it takes time. So I love you, bro. It I'm going to give you your time. flowers because yes. you've been on this. And you've been on me about this since I was young. So, so I, I appreciate you. I guess you. I could technically Listen. thank Sean because that's one thing that I found very attractive about DeVal, y'all. I'll tell y'all. He had business acumen <laughs> and financial acumen that I did not <laughs> know about. But I found it very, very, very sexy when he was telling me about all the plans he had to buy a brownstone, live in the bottom level, rent out the top, make yeah. money, have passive income. I yeah. was like, ooh. 18, I was telling ooh, you. But now you see why. At 15, Sean was telling me. So, so it was yeah. you, Sean. Yeah. You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Look, you gotta have. You gotta have dream. You gotta dream. Yeah. You gotta dream. You gotta latch onto your dreams and 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 latch onto them and work work your butt off to 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 achieve them. For sure. You know, if you if you come up short, if you come up short, that's fine. You're still you're still knocking the cover off the ball. So. That's a you fact. But you're still in the it, game, though. Even if you come up short, you're still, still in the game. As long as you don't quit, absolutely. you never fail. There you go. You know, because you know what I went through, even even buying properties early and investing in the stock market. When the recession hit, I was down bad. I happened to get cut yeah. during the worst time in, in the financial history in America since the Great Depression. But yeah. we were able to, with discipline and with your help, just build back. Yep. That's so. a fact. I wish there was a way to really express to your listeners how hard it was, though. Like, yeah. I don't I don't know if they, I don't know if they can connect where you guys are today without how hard you had to work to get to where you are today and yeah. how hard the journey is going to be going forward. Everybody kind of looks at these things, I yeah. feel, and they just see the moment and they don't really understand mm. what it takes. Yeah. Um, so I, I just, you know, I will, I guess in part, I would just say, Connect with your dreams and just be really ready to work your ass off to 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 hit you know, to hit those goals For because sure. it's not you can talk. I mean, I tell my kids and my family, I hear you. You know, I I, I understand when you talk and you say you want to do these things and show me, you know, show right. me, show Buy, me, whatever show it is, me. whatever whatever that goal is, wherever you want to do, whatever you want to do in life. Let's take the steps now to get you get you there. So, you know, I I, I guess that the, the in closing, stop really. You know, I would I would I would encourage your listeners to not focus on the now. Just really connect with the work that has to be done to get you to your individual dream, your individual goal. Dope, dope advice. We appreciate you, bro, man. Thank you so much, Sean. Yeah, bro. 
Thank you. All right, y'all. We're going to let Sean go and we'll take a quick break and then we'll get back into listener letters after we pay some bills because, listen, we talking money, baby, and the bills got to get paid because <laughs> they're definitely going to show up at your doorstep. All right, y'all. Love you guys. Love you too. Love you too, bro. Thanks, bro. We'll be back. All right, peace. Hey, yo, what's good, y'all? Let me ask you a question. Can you remember how many medicines are in an HIV pill? Well, check this out. If you said two, three, or maybe even four, you're absolutely right. Most HIV pills contain three or four medicines, but you also may be able to stay undetectable with just two medicines in one single pill. Yep, there's an HIV pill containing just two medicines that may help you stay undetectable. Why might all this matter for someone on HIV treatment? Well, HIV pills are taken daily, so consider whether a pill with fewer medicines might be right for you. How many medicines are in your HIV pill? If you don't know, don't trip, because your doctor knows. Talk to your doctor about a 2-in-1 HIV pill today. Visit www.fewerhivmeds.com to learn more. Brought to you by Vive Healthcare. There's power in every purchase because every time we buy a Black-led brand, we make room for another Black-led brand. And y'all know I love my lip bar products. That's just one to name a few. There is a whole collection of Black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show Black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. That's right, y'all. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. That's right. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. You may be aware that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies and life-saving measures. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? You, along with the American Red Cross, regardless of your blood type, can help by donating blood. Every day, our blood saves lives and eases the pain for those living with sickle cell. When you donate blood, there is a direct positive impact within our community. Right now, there is great need for blood donations in the African-American community. Every donation counts and makes a difference in someone's life. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. All right, so we're back now. We're going uh today back. because of the length of the show, we're only going to do one listener letter. Mhm. So I'm going to start it out. You ready, baby? Okay, go ahead. Do you know which one you're going to do? Yes. First things first, I'll pop a piece. <laughs> oh, <the> no. <laughs> first things first, I recently started listening to your podcast. I'm definitely not disappointed. Yay. Well, we appreciate you. Yeah. 
I'm literally starting from the beginning. Anyway, I'm only 18. Wow. And I graduate in a few months. Mm -hmm. I'm going into the military and then I'm going to my dream college. I'm currently with someone and people classify young relationships as puppy love. But you guys met young as well. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I like him a lot. Maybe even love. I just have so many things going for me. He's great with supporting me and I help him as well. So my question to you guys is, should I commit to him or should I wait and see how everything plays out? I want that young and grow together type of love, but not everybody, guys specifically, want to commit so young, you know? Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. I think we had a, a listener letter in the listener letter episodes where it was similar. It was yeah. like a girl who was 21 and she was trying to think like, is this my soulmate? I feel like he might be. And I'm always conflicted because I'm like, shoot, Kadeen now at 39 wants to tell her, girl, just enjoy yourself. See how things play out. You know, do you, mm -hmm. you know, be the individual, learn who you are, learn who what you like, you know, but then I'm also... Thinking about Kadeen at 18, who was madly in love with this man after two weeks and was just like, I love you. I want to be with you. Told my cousin I found my husband. And here <laughs> we are 20 something years later, literally still together. Um, but I will say the process like was not easy. And if you're a new mm. listener and you're listening from the beginning, then you'll also learn about DeVal and, and, and my struggle in so many different points of our relationship trying to stay afloat particularly in our book we gave our it's the story yeah. of how we met and um how things kind of played out over the course of the next 10 years after that what do you think babe um i think for an, an answer like this you can't give a generic answer mm -hmm. or a question like this mm -hmm. you know i can't say yeah stick together no speak to each other mm -hmm. if you want to if you want to stick it first of all don't listen to nobody else that part if you listen to the people around you I don't know if you listen to Kadeen and I's story or if you watch Zatima. Everybody else around you was going to give you some messed up advice about your life because <laughs> they're not in your life. That's it. The only person that knows about your life, and I'm talking about Kadeen and I as well, is you. Mm -hmm. You speak to that young man and y'all figure out what type of life y'all want to live. If he says he's in it for the long haul and he wants to do it from young age, y'all work on doing it and have fun doing it. That's a if fact. he's telling you, I don't know, I want to take some time and I'm not mm -hmm. sure... Give him his time and you find somebody who you want to build it with. But the only person who has that answer, mama, is you. That is a fact. So good luck to you, sis. Um, you know, it could also be a thing where you guys just start working together and then seeing how things go. You might end up being great friends. Like Deval and I knew that we didn't want to be together. When we met each other, yeah. that was like... The that thing. was like the thing. I didn't like, want to be a boyfriend. I didn't want to be a girlfriend. I wanted to be in these streets having a good time. And then there was that undeniable connection, that mm -hmm. vibe, that energy that we just could not shake. Mm -hmm. So maybe see where things go. You know, you said you like him a lot. You maybe even love. You're not sure. You know, see where it goes. See where it goes. And just don't put too much uh, pressure on yourself or on him because you got a lot of life ahead of you. All right, sis. That was a pretty easy one. Yeah, nice. it was. Nice end to a great podcast episode. If you want to be featured as one of our listener letters, be sure to email us at deadassadvice at gmail.com. That's D-E-A-D-A-S-S-A-D-V-I-C-E at gmail.com. All right. Moment of truth time. We're talking estate building, legacy building, mm -hmm. savings with Sean Freeman today with people who are um, trying to do that. Moment of truth. Moment of truth time. It takes three things. To build wealth, discipline, time, and a strategy. Mm -hmm. And I'll put it in this order. Discipline, a strategy, and time. Mm. If you have those three things, 
you can definitely build wealth. It doesn't matter what type of job you have. Mm -hmm. Give yourself grace along the way because there's going to be ebbs and flows. Mm -hmm. But you got to have discipline. You got to give yourself time and you have to have a strategy. That's a really good one based on the conversation. I'm going to speak to people who are um, possibly single, possibly in relationships, couples. I think it's important to have conversations early on about finances, business acumen, financial acumen, goals when mm -hmm. it comes to finances, because that tends to be the number one stressor, stressor within relationships. Absolutely. So just making sure that you're on the same page about the trajectory of your finances, the investments that you you plan to make, how you're planning to pool money together or divide money, because that mm -hmm. tends to be an issue sometimes for couples. Just having the conversations early on will help to alleviate, I think, some of the stress in the long run, because if you're not on the same page up front about what your financial journey is going to look like, um, it can be a real detriment to your life and to your relationship. So having those conversations early on, um, I think is super, super important and try to learn from each other because usually, yeah. like I said, in a relationship, one person may be a little bit more financially savvy than the other. And in our case, it was Deval who was, as we can see, because yeah. Sean was speaking to him early on. And those are things that stuck with him that he was able to apply to his life and then in turn to mine. So yeah. be open-minded about it and have those conversations. Mm -hmm. Transparency is very key, especially with finances. Buy property, invest in your 401k. Mm. If your company's going to match it, you put in fifteen thousand. They're gonna put in fifteen thousand. Mm -hmm. That's fifteen thousand. You get free, and you get to write it off on your taxes. Period. And oh, this is the last thing I will say. Oh, don't be afraid to go into your four hundred one k if you have a good financial plan that's gonna use that money. You do not have to wait until you sixty five. Mm -hmm. I've I've done this. I've seen plenty of people done this, and I've helped them with this. Take the penalty. If did you know the reward is gonna be greater than the penalty that you paid. Mm. And that's I, I had a friend mm. I had a friend Years ago Who was just like Deval I'm thinking about Opening up a subway And I was just like Okay what's stopping He said I don't have the capital So I was like You have 401k He's like yeah But that's for my retirement I said well isn't The subway part of your retirement mm. So if you got money In the 401k yeah. And it's, it's gaining interest What if you took out A part of it Invested in a subway, and now that subway is making you more of a return than your 401k. And he was like, oh, you know what? That's right. A lot of people are scared to touch their 401ks. Guess how many subways he got now? Mm, how many? Three. Shut up. Started with one. Now he got three. All right. Good shit. Have so be strategy. inspired, folks. Yes. Be inspired. Be sure to follow us on Patreon uh, to see exclusive Deadass Podcast video content. And follow us on social media. You can find the podcast page, Deadass the Podcast, on Instagram. And I am Kadeen I am. And I am Deval. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. That's it, baby. And get this money. All right? Deadass. Deadass is a production of iHeartMedia Podcast Network and is produced by Denora Pena and Tribble. Follow the podcast on social media at Deadass the Podcast and never miss a thing. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. 
No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.